listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. Breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. It's a big, busy Monday. We've got a lot to get to. A little bit later on, Dr. Gina Loudon will be here. There's there's some breaking news out of Arizona. The governor there may have been engaged in money laundering during the time of her campaign. We'll follow up on that. Plus, we've got a check of the markets with Steve Madonna. But stay with us. Uh, big news out of the uh, nation's capital. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big dog has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. He is playing the role as uh, as well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad you're with us. Uh, Crazy times we live in. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not joking. You have a you have a private citizen, former president, President Trump, who, at great expense, out of his own pocket, supplies hundreds of thousands of gallons of water and cleaning materials and other things to the town of East Palestine, Ohio. That, in large measure, the government has just more or less ignored. And they make a Saturday Night Live sketch about it. And I thought it was very favorable. I thought the sketch was done very favorably uh, to Donald Trump. I didn't think that the sketch at all uh, was in any way. I mean, they're, they're going to goof on him for some of his personality things. But the fact that they were highlighting his philanthropic trip to East Palestine and didn't make a big negative out of it, I thought that was, I thought that was pretty positive. And the next day... Sunday morning, you have uh, editorials all over the press going, "Oh, uh, Trump looked weird." You know, the Trump sketch looked weird. They called they called the the stand up that Trump did for the press at East Palestine that they based the sketch on. They called that weird. And I'm like, since when is it weird for someone who has the means to help other people to do it? How does that make it weird? You know what's weird? is to have lots and lots of influence being peddled around through your family's side business, whether it be China or Iran or the Ukraine or Russia, and have evidence of it on laptops and hard drives and other things, and to have literally zero interest in understanding the corruption involved in it. The press wanted to write about something weird. They should, they should look into that. Um, But I'm not the only one that feels this way. The Oversight Committee in the Congress is getting their uh, comeuppance. And they are saying to the White House, we want accurate accountability for every dime that we have been uh, sending abroad, particularly to the Ukraine. Uh, And here who uh, broke the story for Real Clear Politics is Philip Wegman, who joins us now. Philip, good to meet you. Good to have you on the show. Um, the angst in Washington over finding out where the money is going is motivated primarily by what for those that are asking for it? So Kevin McCarthy, before the midterms, said that House Republicans were not going to sign a blank check to Ukraine. And what we see from the House Oversight Committee, where they're asking 
the administration to turn over all internal documents and anything related to either economic or military aid uh, to Ukraine is basically the opening shot of what could be uh, the biggest audit of the war effort to date. Well, and having said that, it is uh, long overdue in a lot of people's minds because we have, if, if, I, if my math is even close to being accurate, and I, I don't think that I am, I am, but I think uh, the number I read was we're somewhere in the $130 billion donated in goods and cash thus far with all of Europe combining for about $10 billion. Does that sound right to you, uh, Philip? So I don't have the uh, European numbers at my fingertips, but you're you're correct that U.S. aid to Ukraine is as well above 100 billion at this point. The United States is much more generous uh, than some of our, our European allies. But when you talk about big numbers like that, um, Representative James Comer, who's the new chairman of the House Oversight Committee, his theory is: look, it doesn't matter whether it's a, a war effort or just big government, there's bound to be waste, fraud, and abuse somewhere. Right. And underscoring all of this is the fact that, you know, whether or not you support uh, Ukrainian efforts to um, oust the, the Russian uh, defenders, uh, regardless of, of your opinion on the war, uh, this is a former Eastern Bloc country. This is a relatively new uh, democracy. And until the, the recent uh, conflict there, they were regularly ranked on a lot of international corruption indexes towards the bottom. There's still a lot of work for the Ukrainians to do. Right. No, and, and, that's, and that's totally legit, and it's totally understandable. I think you can walk and chew gum at the same time. I think you can hate Putin for what he's doing. And I think you can also say, but if we give help, we, we have some right to understand what that help is accomplishing. And even beyond that, um, I, I, I'm not opposed, Philip, uh, to if we give them a ton of tanks and a ton of cash, make it in the form of really low interest but long-term loans that the rebuilt Ukraine at the end of all of this uh, begins to pay back. And I, I, don't, I don't have a problem in going down that path. If we're investing in them, let them have a chance to pay it back. That's part of the idea of of how they will gain their sovereignty and the respect within the world community is if they're able to stand truly on their own two feet. Yeah, a sort of a Lend-Lease type program. I think that Republicans would probably be um, in favor to that. Uh, they're definitely in favor of more strings being attached to this money uh, because a lot of um, you know the GOP can get on board with sending munitions, uh, military aid, but where they get especially concerned is when it comes to economic aid, money yep. that's going to uh, prop up everything from um, your Ukrainian government uh, pensions to uh, Ukrainian news outlets, right? They want an accountability for that money. Now, when I well, asked and it would White be House, one thing it would be one thing if if the Ukrainians were denying any of that. But the, our own president said yesterday or last week that, in fact, some of that 500 million that he just handed to them are, are going to go to pensions and social programs. We're not a socialist country propping up our own programs now. Why do we want to pay for others? Well, that's going to be part of the debate here, um, because beyond just the intended purpose, uh, these Republicans, they want to know if. Bullets are, are in the wrong hands and, and dollars are, are lining the wrong pockets. 
the White House argues that thus far they've seen no credible evidence of graft or corruption. And they've noted that whether it's economic or military aid, they have internal safeguards uh, when it comes to how this money is spent. For instance, um, the State Department has employed uh, the uh, international accounting firm Deloitte to take a closer look at some of these uh, numbers. But what I find really interesting, and what I'm going to be following in the next couple of uh, weeks and months ahead, is it's almost as if the uh, White House and the administration, they see Republican arguments uh, for oversight as specious. They're of the belief that it is not possible to call for additional oversight and also um, you know, support the war effort. We see this from some of the statements that are coming out of uh, the White House Counsel's Office, which has been deputized to really focus uh, on rebutting some of these investigations. Um, right now, you know, James Comer and others, they're just saying, show us your receipts and we'll withhold judgment on uh, the situation in Ukraine currently. They see this as an accounting exercise, uh, a good government exercise, not a, a political argument. And the other side is so is so scared of their own shadow that they can't help but see politics. And probably that, you know, look, if you start acting like a guilty party, 10 times out of 10, you usually are one. So I'm just, you know, it's not it's not rocket science there. Uh, Philip Wegman, great job over Real Clear Politics uh, f- tracking all this down, and we will stay in touch with you in the days and weeks to come. Thanks, Kevin. You got it. Kevin McCullough, big show straight ahead. Don't go away.